Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Good Vibes to Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. It is Monday, um, September 9th. Um, I've got to go to a few appointments today, and I wanted to take some time just to record. So there's definitely been some uh, life-altering perceptions and conceptions, I should say, um, that I've been working on in development. Not just self-development, but development, period. And uh, I was in a discussion with what is the one thing that, so to speak, Christian believers and non-believers have in common. And no one in my, my group could really answer. And I said that the number one thing that comes to mind is fear. I think fear and and faith and fear with those who don't have faith, it's common. It's, it's not something that you, uh, you, you can ignore. And, uh, you know, that really got me thinking, you know, sometimes your fears get in the way of you, you know, uh, maybe the fear of say like something you did a long time ago that you feel is going to haunt you in your present, in your future? What if you lied to a loved one? You know, you weren't really forthcoming. What if you, um, you know, you were, you've been faking uh, what you could do in your work and the truth came out? You know, it's that fear that holds you into holding a position but what does it take away from you and I feel that what it takes away from you is your is the real experience in life that that you should have and and accept and and enjoy so as I've been personally thinking about this over the last couple days I've been thinking about the troubles that I've been going through, personal struggles um, accomplishments that I want to make and the consequences in my fear that that I put in the way for me not to follow through or, or just go and work at it and make that a part of my daily purpose and the people that I've been learning confidence from um, what they do a lot of it has to do confidence has a lot to do with preparation if you know if you're preparing for not just the worst but even just regular hard times you have a slight advantage if you're preparing but if you're not preparing you know uh, for hard times like um, I was listening to a podcaster, Order of Men. And he was talking about how his wife cans goods and fruit, food for the year. So, you know, they use some of their canned goods and supplement instead of paying large groceries. But they're also prepared if something happens where you can go to the grocery store whatever so what I was thinking about was sometimes we're just trying to get by for right now and that that attitude's okay for a purpose 
you know, maybe a short-term purpose. But the long-term purpose of, of you and whatever you're trying to do, whatever you want to accomplish, it, it sets you back. And I'm a very keen observer about things. Like, I've been looking at how my parents, their habits, their training, their programming has kept them in the position of where they're at and why they're not progressing. And how I've interpreted their practices into my own life and how I do things, how I accept things, how I react to things. And the, the one thing that really comes to mind in regards to both my parents is being emotionally prepared and controlled. Like, you know, our emotions sometimes get the best of us, but sometimes we can get the best of our emotions. It's just really how you react to it. So one of the things that I've been working on with my nice guy um, syndrome is that I don't always have to overly provide. For example, um, my daughter wants to go to Disneyland, right, for her birthday. And I'm like, yeah, I, I made a promise, actually. I made, I, I said, we're going to go. And in that time, I've been discovering, I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not such a really financially wise decision to make. You know, and, and she's been there quite a few times with me. But if I take this trip, it's money that's setting me back. And I'm not getting any farther forward. And so at the time that I promised her, it was because I was empathetic and I was sorry, you know, and I felt bad, you know, yeah, sure, she deserves at times to do these amazing trips, and, and Disneyland is about 400 or 500 miles away from me, so it's driving from Northern California to South Southern, but, you know, this experience that what my daughter's going through of disappointments and when she gets things, what I notice is there's no there's no remorse, I guess you'd have to say, in her mind for not being able to go. Like, but there's no empathy of what I had to go through or what I have to go through to save money to take her to Disneyland. So where do you draw the line? And being financially not just stable but progressing is why did I make the promise to begin with? That, that's really the first question you got to ask. I mean, in my own example, I had to ask, why did I promise it? Why did I do that? Instead of saying, we'll look into it, maybe, but reality is is that where we live is much more important than going to some theme park that's you know it's like you figure it's like two hundred and three hundred dollars for tickets to go 
then or however much for a hotel so that might be another 200 and you know you haven't even gotten there and then there's gas and then there's food so before you know it a thousand dollars can come and go and and what I was thinking to myself was man what I have to go through just to earn a thousand dollars it's quite a bit and you know how do I really face my daughter and just tell her like look it's just not we can't do it that would be the most honest thing and you know uh, to be honest with you I was afraid of the emotional backlash you know I just I, I don't like going through the disappointment of telling my daughter you know I messed up we can't go and then she can't trust my word and what I say so that affects you know the respect that your children are going to have for you so the only answer I can really come up with is I'm going to tell her probably next week look well I'm sorry we just can't do it it's we need to work on what we have and by me taking this trip I'm not going to have anything and just be honest with her so you know if I don't want to be someone who's you know yeah I'm making decent money but making decent money and saving decent money are two different things and what I've begun to discover is I would buy things like I think the most expensive expense that I have to this date is going out to eat um, I was looking at it in the last two pay periods and I've spent at least I would have to say $700 in just going out alone and that includes me going out to lunch dinners whatever it's about $700. And a lot of these foods I can make myself. But what I was really thinking about is the waste. So, you know, when you get home and you work 10, 11 hours a day, the last thing you want to do is work on how much it's going to cost you and time and effort to cook. You just want to get it out of the way. You don't want to deal with anyone. So, in retrospect, it's the fear of not knowing that something's going to turn out good. And knowing that, you know, just like, oh, whatever, we'll just go out to eat. That's the solution. That makes me so much ill-prepared for life. You know, and and I suffer from type 2 diabetes. I have a high blood sugar at times. And it just, it eats away at your pocketbook. And like the nastiest thing that I ever have to deal with as far as addicting is drinking Coca-Cola or Pepsi, you know. High sugars, that it'll kill me. So now that I'm approaching 48, um, the aches, the pains... Um, some health conditions they definitely are more present and I'm tired 
You know, am I exercising? No, I'm not exercising right now. Um, am I planning on it? I'm going to have to be honest and just say I've thought about it, but um, exercise is really key to our, our thriving. You know, there's some things that your mind can't figure out, but the body does. You know, when sometimes working out, whatever exercise takes you away out of the element, and you learn, well, you know, after I've had some time, it's not so important to me addressed to that issue. So, in a roundabout way, it's the fears and obligations we make to our moral character, to our person, and to others that keep us in this paradox, you know. And you just got to understand that accepting yourself is more important than any outing or thing you can buy for yourself. Having satisfaction in yourself and saying, you know what, I really did something amazing or I did something good and I feel a tremendous reward from it. You know, so it's definitely this theory is teaching me a mindset of not letting fear rule my decisions or making actions for me. So what do you all think? What do you think that's taking away from life that you're living that's affecting your present? Let me know. Thanks a lot.